Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. The only way to wash out all the corruption is with a big red wave. And oh boy, it's a coming. It's high noon for Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020, Election Day. It is here. It is finally here. And unless something goes really south, maybe the fever in America will finally break. Donald Trump is doing incredibly well all over the country right now. He has advantages in places that Hillary won going away. And if all of this continues, we are going to be looking at an early night if the networks do what they're supposed to. Now, there are obviously voting issues all across the country happening quite a lot in the red areas. Polling places failing to open on time. One of them I read about was an hour late. Awful. Machines going down in entire locations. Michael Coudry, or maybe Cowdry, the last name is C-O-U-D-R-E-Y. You can follow him on Twitter. He's doing a lot of updating. But uh, election workers are now claiming voter machines are down in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Workers say voters can fill out a ballot and they will scan it later when the machines are back up. What is wrong with these people? Scranton, Pennsylvania, you might recall, is... Joe Biden's hometown and Pennsylvania is currently run by Democrats with an attorney general who announced yesterday that Joe Biden was going to win Pennsylvania no matter what. Unbelievable. 
it is not good enough to blame coincidence or circumstance for system-wide failures. And that is what we see because one party decided six months ago that because of the coronavirus, they needed to change the way the country works. And of course, the coronavirus is no problem for voting. And they knew that, and Fauci said it in the middle of the summer, but they kept on anyway, trying to get universal, unsolicited mail-in ballots. They changed the way that polling centers were set up, focusing more on big venues than small locations. So if there is a problem, everyone's affected rather than just one polling place here or there. L.A. right now, I think the biggest voting numbers are coming from Dodger Stadium, LeBron's project, where he would get a bunch of felons to go vote. Think I'm joking? I'm not. That's what the organization is. It's called More Than a Vote. They're run by Rock the Vote, which is a Democratic organization. I've said this all before. I've described all this for months. I mean, you can witness today and in the coming weeks how much election fraud the country has had for a while. I've said this entire time, the entire time since March, that the Democratic Party is exposing itself. And it continues to expose itself because it is desperate and panicked and they are overplaying all of the cards that they play traditionally. It is impossible to hide what they are doing. And it's impossible to deny who they're aligned with. Today, I posted this Antifa flyer on Instagram. And I'm going to describe it for you. You can see it on Instagram. Oh, I have my page back at Chris Paul. But the podcast page is at I'm your moderator. And eventually my Twitter will be back too. also got parlor. That'll stay up. Got clout hub. That'll stay up at I'm your moderator. So the flyer says on the top, election day nears, comrades, prepare to defend your rights. Antifa comrades, exclamation point. On November 4th, don't forget to disguise yourselves as patriots slash Trump supporters. Wear MAGA hats, USA flags, three percenter insignias. I don't even know what that is. A convincing police uniform is even better. This way, police and patriots responding to us won't know who their enemies are. And onlookers and the media will think there are Trump supporters rioting, so it's harder to turn popular opinion against us. Now, that flyer is real, and they've been posted all over the place. Now, it could be an elaborate trick by Trump supporters to make everybody think that the people that look like Trump supporters aren't Trump supporters. 
even though they are. Because we all know there are bands of roving white supremacists out there creating trouble and planning havoc, except that there are not anywhere. If you trust nothing else I say, please understand that I am happy to search the dark corners of the internet when and if it is required. And there is no one anywhere talking about taking over cities, staging protests and riots in the Trump coalition. No one is doing it. Okay, people may go out and defend themselves, but Trump supporters are not going to be out there creating havoc because we know the National Guard has been called into many locations and we know that the police will be doing their job now that they can no longer be exploited for votes by the Democrats. Even Oregon's governor, Kate Brown, has declared a state of emergency and invited the National Guard in. She didn't do it all summer, even though Antifa was rioting for over a hundred straight days in Portland. It wasn't about protecting the community. It wasn't about allowing for free speech. It was about enacting and supporting a political agenda. And now that agenda's time has passed. So now what? Now everything is different. And let's see how many things are completely different after today that were just known by everyone to be true throughout the last seven or eight months. A lot is going to change. Because now the incentive to tell the dishonest story is diminished. And speaking of everyone knows, man, I saw one of the stupidest Instagram uh, like shareable Biden Harris meme things. It says it says Biden Harris in their weird little logo where Joe's E is three red stripes. And then underneath it says, because fucking obviously. And of course it does because they don't have any actual reason. The reason is, is because everyone knows this is the right choice. And if you don't make the right choice, then you can't be in the club anymore. That's how we all know it's the right choice. And we don't need to think about it because it's the right choice and everyone knows it. We don't even need to defend it. We can just keep saying it's the right choice and everyone knows it. And if you know the right choice because everyone else knows it and you make the wrong choice anyway, then you're evil because fucking obviously changing gears yet still riding the big red wave. The CDC this morning announced that even if you were currently infected with the coronavirus, that it is prudent for you to go vote. 
as long as you wear your mask. So the coronavirus is extremely scary and deadly for the last eight months. And you're really better off not leaving the house at all ever for anything. Unless you are destroying cities around the country, either through violence or by continuing to vote for Democrats. So those two things are totally COVID free. Even if you already have COVID, you're no danger to killing everybody's grandmother at all. No danger whatsoever. Because you are doing the noble chore of destroying cities through violence or by voting for Democrats. That's how to beat COVID? Why didn't they tell us? This whole time, infected people could have just been walking around all day as long as they wear a mask. Yet we have maskies, real people in the world who have not left the house the whole time, nor have their kids and their kids can't go to school because even though COVID is harmless to them, and even though there is no evidence that schools are a source of spread anywhere in the world. We still have to be very afraid about COVID spreading in schools. But no big deal if you are currently infected and symptomatic as long as you are voting to destroy cities by electing more Democrats, or you're just destroying them with your your bare hands and your umbrellas and your frozen water bottles and your spray paint and your ropes so you can pull down those evil statues of Abraham Lincoln and George Washington that torture you so. Those are the only justifications for going outside during coronavirus. And because the CDC said it, it's also the science now. The science says that it's fine to go vote if you are currently infected with coronavirus. And of course, that'll probably backfire on them as well, because the people who are deathly afraid of coronavirus will only be more scared now thinking that people with coronavirus might be at the polls. Holy shit, these people are so stupid. But the CDC is part of the Trump administration. Don't you know that? So they're just operating on Trump's behalf. Oh, really? Oh, really? Robert Redfield is operating on Trump's behalf. When did that start? Started today. He certainly hasn't been for the last eight months. 
when they could have highlighted things like the fact that the infection fatality rate shows that roughly two people out of a thousand die with coronavirus, not even from it, with it. And all of them are old. And the average age is still like 78 or 79 or 80. And that kids almost without question cannot be harmed by the coronavirus. And that the people who die average 2.7 comorbidities. Or that car accident deaths with COVID are counted as COVID deaths. And heart attacks with COVID are counted as COVID deaths. And George Floyd, who died with COVID, is counted as a COVID death. But the CDC didn't say those things. Robert Redfield held up a mask in sworn testimony and said the masks are more guaranteed to work than any possible vaccine. Knowing the whole time that the masks do not work and they know they don't work because they have studied them for everything else for a hundred years and viruses didn't just suddenly change their character. Robert Redfield's last day at his job is most likely today. And it should be, and I hope it is. Same with Fauci and Burks. Same with Chris Ray at the FBI. Pentagon, same. CIA, same. We're going to see a whole lot of firings coming real soon. And every single one of them will be so deserved. Because these people have actively participated in trying to destroy this country. And Donald Trump knows who these people all are. He knows exactly what they've done. And he is not going to care about the media fallout at all. And he shouldn't. No one should. People should care about doing the right thing for once rather than how it's going to look to the people they feel they must impress. You know, people are still like coming at me and trying to argue about this stuff. Like if somehow I'm completely wrong about all of this, fine. Never listen to me again. And I will continue on my way to making sure that Democrats have as little political power as possible. But if I'm right, these arguments have gotten more and more and more ridiculous, more unfounded and more detached from reality. The reality is out there. You can look at it. The media doesn't show it to you because they don't want you to see it, period. Joe Biden is not creating massive turnout. The hatred of Donald Trump is not creating massive turnout. Donald Trump's patriotism 
is creating massive turnout. The fact that people have realized that they have been lied to for years and decades by the Democrats, by the corrupt system that Donald Trump is there to destroy is creating massive turnout. And they're not there undecided. They're not there to make the decision that you ignorantly think is the responsible one for them to make. They know for a fact right now that black and Hispanic turnout is going to be at all time highs and that they are both going to be way more Republican than ever before. This isn't about polls and narratives anymore. The people are online. The people have voted early. The Democrats expected to run up huge margins. They did not even run up margins, much less huge ones. They have no strategy left. There are no moves left except for violence, media shutdowns, tech censorship, and dishonesty about the results. And then Nancy Pelosi is even announcing, God, she is so reprehensible. But she's even talking about how the House is going to have a hand in choosing the president. No, it won't. She is setting things up so that they can manipulate the system and create a constitutional crisis in the hopes that they won enough districts today to change the balance of power in Congress, to make it even more democratic, by the way, because when the voting is done by the House for who would become president, it's not about the overall number of congressmen. States give votes entirely on their own, and so it's the majority within states, and the Republicans have that majority in the country. So they have more states where Republicans control more districts. I hope that makes sense. The Republicans are not talking about any of this stuff. They just want votes counted, and they don't want fraudulent ballots counted, and that's it. There's no plans for violence. There's no crazy arguments about obscure rules in the Constitution on the assumption that we can't get an accurate vote count. And why would that be? This stuff is coming from one side as it has for months. And these people are still obstinate about how morally justified what they're doing is. And then they'll say, yeah, but you know, I think we're going to be okay either way. Oh, really? Oh, really, person who didn't bother weighing the good and evil of the situation, thinking about morality at all, considering whether or not you might be wrong. You say it's going to be okay either way. If it's going to be okay either way, then stop saying Trump is an existential threat to America, you fucking idiots. The whole stupid argument is premised on the idea that Trump 
is destroying the country. And so if it's going to be okay either way, then stop lying about Trump. If you believe it's okay either way, you cannot simultaneously believe that Donald Trump is an existential threat to the country. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And the truth is, you just don't care. You were too lazy and too comfortable to find out whether in the midst of the greatest crises we may ever live through, you didn't need to learn enough to figure out whether or not you might be wrong. This is the absolute pinnacle of privilege. So please do not tell me that you think it's going to be fine either way as some little token olive branch to, oh, maybe you're not totally evil. Give me a break. And I'm not, by the way, encouraging anger. I hope that these people come to their senses and ask for forgiveness And that you can speak for yourself, but I will demand it. Because people who were supposed to be friends, people who have said for decades that they respect me and my intelligence and my character, didn't bother to have any of these conversations with me. They got angry at me and left and stopped talking to me. They cast aside everyone who does not agree with them. You don't get to reconcile without apology. Without trying to understand why you were wrong. I don't need these people, man. It has been so disappointing to have spent the last six months, seven months, eight months, whatever it is, it's less than that on the Trump support, but the whole COVID thing too. It's been so disappointing to see and hear people saying things about me, people recoiling, people not wanting to associate themselves with my ideas when they never even took the time to find out whether or not I was right. They just kept on watching CNN and reading their Apple news notifications while they sat in the middle of an intellectual circle jerk with all the stupidest, most spoiled people they know and pat each other on the back, telling each other, oh yeah, you're right. I'm right too, right? Yeah, you're right. Everybody's racist. Yeah, you're right. Trump is evil. Yeah, you're right. COVID is scarier than anything ever. Yeah, you're right. Masks work. Yeah, you're right. Pat, 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 pat. One big circle of Hollywood morons just jerking each other off. Pathetic. And I mean, oh, I'm so mean. And the worst part of it all is not 
the disagreement. I don't care about the disagreement. The problem is that they don't even know what disagreement we're having because they have no idea what I'm talking about. And they have no idea what any Trump supporter is talking about because they never bothered to ask. Close friends never bothered. It's easier to just slip off into the void. Oh, we grew apart. Oh, yeah, you know, he became a Trump supporter and then I just realized he was evil and I couldn't be around that anymore. Weak moral character. Total lack of integrity. Total lack of trust in the people and the friendships that were built. I don't have any remorse about talking this way. These people owe me an apology and they owe you an apology and they owe the country an apology because what they have done is morally wrong, extraordinarily morally wrong. They lie and cheat and steal with reckless abandon. They shout down anyone who calls them out on it. And they think that everyone who disagrees with them is evil, even though they can't describe any of their own beliefs. So I'm sorry, people that don't wake up after this and don't apologize. <laughs> like, that's it for us, guys. It was fun knowing you. But one of the most glaring things, there have been many glaring things. There have been many situations and circumstances in the country in the last eight months where you can just see a divide between people, where certain people go down one path and the rest just keep on their merry way because they can't divert. But these schisms have happened everywhere for so many people. But I don't think any of them for me have been more clear than on Friday evening when my Instagram account was disabled in an act of suppression of political speech. And people said that it was my fault. I shouldn't have been posting those things. These people are communists. They do not deserve anyone's trust. What would these people do in 1930s and 1940s Germany? What would they do when the people came to their house? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy who's saying the wrong thing. He's just, uh, he's just hiding in the closet. No big deal. Yeah, sorry, man. You know, you shouldn't have said those things. I know, I know it's suppression, but it's not that big a deal. Like, you'll be fine. I mean, listen, man, we all told you not to say those things. Congratulations, you moral heroes. Standing up for the right and true. As told to you by the most powerful corporations and powerful institutions in the world, 
that, oh yeah, just happened to be aligned with China on every single issue. You are the dystopia. The red wave is coming and you deserve it. I'll be back tomorrow, the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and parlor at I'm your moderator. Soon I'll be up on rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack. I'm your moderator.substack.com where you can donate or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching be reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Backing as moderator for tonight's broadcast. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm your moderator.substack.com. The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofi. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!